Hey, remember to subscribe and follow my podcast so when I release a new episode, you get a notification. And follow me on Instagram. Yes, King Oliver. I am very active on there. Have a great day and enjoy the episode. So I'm somebody who was always um, focused on what I wanted and then worked towards the direction what I think I needed to do to get what I wanted. And every single time looking back, the outcome has been that it was already set. And no matter what I did, the outcome was still going to be the same. And it makes you wonder, we think we have control by thought and taking action when really we don't have any control at all. If the outcome is the same, if we plan to go left and we end up going right, it just says that if you just keep flowing with feeling, then you'll always end up to where you want to be. It's like a singer. They say people are born to be a singer. What that means is that they are already the right energy to be a singer and what you need to have to be a singer. Whereas if you haven't got the energy, no matter how hard you try, how many lessons you get, you're still not mm-hmm. going to be able to get there. So you are either a default vibration, which gets you to where you want to be, or you're not. And I've realized kind of the universe is already set out. Um, not that there's a God planning everything, but there's another force at play, which is already going to put us to where our energy is ultimately going to be. Yeah, I agree. Um, the question then is, what energy are you? <laughs> what energy am I? Um, just the vibration that, every, that everything else is in. Um, well, what is what is the, uh, the true intention of your energy? What my is the my ultimate energy is to basically empower other people with my energy so they can raise their own vibration. Okay, so you spread the light pretty much, yes, right? Yes, spreading the light, yes. Sharing my, pie, sharing my piece of the pie. Sharing your piece of the pie. And that's a good energy to have because just, um, you know, the yin and yang, I feel that just as you are, there is someone the exact opposite here on earth with the exact opposite energy. So you got to do your part as best as possible, which is spreading light because there's people out there spreading darkness. And so that's yin and yang, right? For every one, there's an opposite energy that's balanced, that's equilibrium. That's the way that everything needs to be to be one. So you are part of something much bigger. Your energy is part of something much bigger, which Without your part, everything kind of crumbles because you can't have anything missing in something that's whole, right? Unity means everything, not just some parts. Uh, Unity and energy is the same thing. So what is happening right now, right, with the uh, coronavirus, um, I feel like you and I cross paths for a reason, right? I mean, it's not even a feeling. It's like if you flow with the guidance of the universe, which is the guidance of light, love, energy, then you're flowing in the right direction. And it's, it's, it's very hard to understand why you should just flow with life. Because, you know, you live your life a certain way. You're told, okay, you know, as soon as you're five, you're going to go to school. This is what you're going to do. This is what everybody does. This is what we do, right? And then you're going to Go to uh, junior high school, high school. We're energy, but some of us are being guided. Some of us are being funneled in a certain direction, right? So it's your job to spread awareness, spread light, bring light to the fact that this is happening, right? And try to 
get some of those people to realize and wake up. And so God, light, energy, the flow of the universe, whatever you just started talking about, brings us together at this point. Okay? You, with your intentions, which are of light, of good goodness, and, and with the intention to be able to uh, bring awareness and spread the light that you share, that you have, and me with my visions of doing the same thing, but in my own way. That's why when I asked you what type of energy are you, I wanted to get to know exactly more or less what your vision is, what, what your direction is. Because I know you're heading towards light. I can see it. But I want to know specifically in what, at what point, you know? I know what my point is. And every time I, I talk or, or, or speak to someone, that's one of the first questions I ask them. Because I want to know exactly which direction they're heading in. Yeah, put your mic just a little bit away from your mouth. It's a bit distorted. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, absolutely spot on. So, I, I know that I do have... I if, if, I, if I died and didn't do what I feel I need to do, which is essentially heal and enlighten as many people as possible because of all the pain that I went through, and with the gift and the knowledge and the awareness that I have, it would be... I'd regret it. Because, as you said, if someone has, like Jesus, for example, an amazing, an amazing power to help people and to keep putting out love, otherwise the hate will win. How can you, how can you not do that? It's like going past the cat on the road that's been run over. How can you not park your car, carry it to the side and take it to the vet? Almost mm -hmm. any person would probably get out, stop what they were doing and take it to the vet. There's just certain things that instinctively you feel you have to do there's no reason no purpose why or why not it's just it feels like you have to do it you have to help somebody who is in pain and i feel because of what i've been through and what i know and how the world works that all we have is love and energy and unity and compassion and empathy and thank you so much and gratitude and appreciation that i have to do it like yeah. i cannot not do it um yeah. It's not e it's not even so much that you have to. It's just that the type of energy you are recognizes, okay, recognizes the value in putting out and first of all, recognizing when somebody's giving you good energy, good love, right? You recognize when somebody's giving you love, but at the same time now you start thinking about love, you start spreading love, okay? Because if we're good energy, guess what good energy does? They spread positivity, love, good intentions. They say good words. They say good things. And they do it with really, honestly, nothing but good intentions. That's the key to the way that I feel um, you know, it should be. Essentially, it's just an, a vibration being in harmony with its own vibration. If I was a negative Correct. vibration, then I'd be hanging around a pub, swearing, getting angry, getting drunk, having arguments. Because I'm such a high vibration and feel good all the time. I want everything else around me to also feel good. And if it isn't feeling good, I have a choice to not be there or to make it feel good and make it become my vibration. And you do that through love and knowledge and awareness and helping people. So that's it's just like my... It's like attracts like. It's a flower wanting mm -hmm. to be amongst bees. And it, when you understand it like that, as I said, I don't have any control over it. If I'm a vibration just going towards my vibration, aka other things that vibrate the same as me, 
I've not got a choice. It's, it's like I could try and be a singer, try and be an actor, try and be a painter. But I'll always go back to, for example, helping people if that is the strongest energy out of all the other things I want to do. It's like we don't really have a choice. We always do a full circle and go back to what made us feel good. Yeah. Well, like you said, it's you always come back to uh, helping people. Uh, that's your true. That's a path of life that is that is easiest for you because now, like you mentioned in uh, your opening, uh, you know, the opening statement is you, you you go towards the path where there's less resistance because you're flowing through life. It's like water, you know. Okay, maybe I'm not going to be a basketball player because I'm five eight, <laughs> right? But I, I'm still good at the game, but I'm never going to, not not just because I'm 5'8", other things as well, right? Um, but, but then you start flowing, you, okay, well, which which way does life take me, you know? And unfortunately, sometimes uh, it, it's normal to get caught up, you know, because what I was saying earlier, you know, you start off at school, and then you're told this is what you do, and I go get a job, and then you end up in a situation where you're not really flowing with life. So say, for example, for me, right, 41 years, uh, recently, last year, I retired as a real estate agent because I was making good money, but I was never really, I just, I never really felt like I was like, okay, I'm going to be Daniel, the, the real estate agent, right? Like, I can't, all right, you know, like when the book is written, what are they going to say about me? What, what, what is, what is going to be after my name, right? Daniel was a real estate agent in Las Vegas. Okay, he was a good man. But I felt like there was always a, a higher path, maybe like uh, a life of more value, you know, where, where I could really apply the things that I'm good at, the passions that I have, and, and uh, be able to make the best out of me. So in, in an essence, to try to become the best Daniel possible. <laughs> right like if if i have a billion lives i want this life to be the best daniel possible the best i ever achieved and i felt like working in a in a business environment you know nine to five sometimes nine to nine six days a week not really being here with my family um, wasn't really was limiting me spiritually Guess what happened after uh, I quit my job? Literally a day or two. Well, not not really quit when I decided to retire. Um, like my spirituality just started to blossom instantly, instantly. I felt like a million pounds had been taken off my shoulders, right? And that now I was light and that I could really... head in the path that I wanted to in life, you know, for the first time in probably, I don't know, years, I can't really, I haven't really thought about how long, but so that's freedom of the mind. You know, when you have freedom of the mind, you have, you, you, you begin to allow yourself to give yourself the opportunity to have freedom of the spirit, freedom of the soul. And that's why what you, I feel we are on the path on, right? That's why we do what we do. We talk about what we talk about. We 
we want to be able to share our message. We want to be able to spread our light. We feel that our purpose in life is to share, to teach. You know? so. yeah, it's interesting. My, mine's the complete opposite to you. Most people, they, you know, they just follow the pattern from school, university, get a job when they're unhappy and they either stay in their unhappy lives or they suddenly go, fuck this, I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm literally the opposite. I had always worked for myself growing up. I'm 27. I'd always worked for myself. I got up when I wanted, ate when I wanted, went shopping when I wanted, went out for dinner when I wanted. I did what the fuck I wanted to when I wanted to, right? And then yeah. I chased this million pounds so much so I could have freedom over myself because everything costs money that yeah. made myself so unhappy. And then I had a spiritual awakening and I shut my business down, didn't work for four years, had no money. So I got a part time job. And so I had the freedom and then I trapped myself so I would realize what life is like for most people. I was a waiter, hardest job ever, on your feet all day, answering the tills, serving customers. It's just so tiring and knackering, right? And um, I got flu three times in a row because I'd never had flu before, but my energy was so weak. I was getting up, yeah. lack of sleep, going back, like eating bad, on your feet all day that I fucked my energy. So like you, your energy was low and you set yourself free. Me, Correct. I'd always been free. I put myself into a deep hole and and I had to go through it because I, I needed to go through the hell to get to the other side because I didn't have anything. I was starting again, basically. And yeah. so I now look back and I realize what I was, what I became when I was a waiter and what I am now. I am literally as free, both physically and mentally, my happiness, my energy, my sexual drive, everything is exactly how it used to be when I was 21, when I was a lighten. So I literally done a, a full circle in the opposite because I always took for granted their nine to five job i'd never done it i know i would hate it hence why i never did it but yeah. i wanted to really have an appreciation for experience of what it was actually like um so i literally forced myself through it just so i would always have that reason to get out of bed if i ever thought oh, i'll just have another line for an hour because i work for myself i can get up when i want that's the worst attitude you can have when you think because you work for yourself you can get up when you want it's, it's nonsense you need a routine as if you're going to work um yeah. and so i put myself through that pain and i really do appreciate it and it is i don't think you can truly be free spiritually unless you work for yourself because that environment you're in your boss saying to do this you wanted more you've got to focus on the screen or your mind's elsewhere so you're constantly going back and forwards and the second you left there's no boss putting your energy down you are free yeah. as daniel to go and do what you want and play action to your thought immediately and when you put action into thought you are, you get you raise your vibration and you keep going up 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 and up because when you work for a company you're, you're wasting all your energy on a system that the boss has created and you have to put your own goals and dreams aside and what you do when you get back until you finish you can't do that Correct. otherwise you won't be able to focus yeah destruction yeah. yeah yeah and for me it was more like uh i feel like you know we are born free it's we when we're born we're born free but then it just depends on our environment our parents our, our social where we live where we where we are born then that all determines you know the energy that you become so i think most children and i can see it in my son they're free you know they, they want to be able to do whatever they want and you know i can see it because it, it reminds me of of myself um it just during the time from being born to becoming someone that can spirit be spiritually awakened that's how much you experience, right? Everything between, you know, 
pretty much falling you're born free you fall asleep and then all of a sudden boom you you, you awaken you bloom you blossom um so the time between you falling asleep and awakening is the amount of experience you have and because you have that experience now when you're awakened use all that information from years past to be able to make the decisions for your everyday life right and so you decide you know what i remember being upset so many times you realize that every second every minute every hour is important every every, every moment is important every moment like the next moment is going to be just as important as you know a moment 2000 years ago just because we are born here in the year 2020 and we're living we're experiencing this year it doesn't mean that this experience is less valuable than the time when jesus walked the earth or when krishna or when buddha you know or for 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 me uh, i'm a rastafari you know i believe uh i i follow that path you know it's 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 not so much a religion because i don't really believe in religion uh i don't believe in an establishment i don't believe in uh being told what to do i, I feel that morals should drive us in our actions, right? And we should look to those with the highest morals, okay? And choose those people as leaders. Okay? That's something else that we can get into later. But um, what was that? <laughs> oh, anyway, so, you know, I try to, I try to live a, a good moral life, you know? It's pretty much what I'm trying to say. And so we, you know, we head on, on that path. And once you start living that life by being spiritually awakened with, you, with other spiritually awakened per people, you know that the trust, if they're truly spiritually awakened, everything that you, that you feel in yourself that people can trust or can trust and believe about you, you should be able to believe and trust about the, same, the other person, right? Because spiritually awakened means you're at a, mental level uh, a connection with god where your morals are for good your morals are right your intentions are for good because spiritually awakened to me means that you have had an, an opportunity you've been given a gift of self-reflection okay from our highest energy for me the most high for you it could be Jesus, God, you know, whichever your God is, you've been given an opportunity to see self, see yourself for who you truly are, for all the good, all the bad that you've done in your life. And then God asks you a question, right? And he, he asks, well, what are you going to do now? From this point forward, now that I've revealed myself to you and I've laid out all the cards and showed you exactly how you are as a person, how you've been, you know, the times that I was proud of you and the times that you could have done better. Now that I'm here, I'm asking you a question. What are you going to do from this point forward? And so it's something that for me, it wasn't even a question. Like, if, if given the opportunity to be the best that I can is given to me because it's a blessing from God, then I'm going to take it. 
you know, I'm not going to take it just for good. Uh, I'm not going to take the information for good of self. I'm going to take the information for good of all. So the information given to me, you know, the downloads, the, the visions, however everyone refers to it, using it from good, you know. So instead of using a certain idea to make a billion dollars, why not use a certain idea to help a billion people or maybe even a billion and a half? Do you understand? So that's the path that I'm on. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. This is why, you know, race, a.k.a. the country you're from, religion, politics, doesn't mean shit because... It's just come from a man's brain. Someone's made it up. That country is called China. That's that. We're just all human and we're all energy. And everything, yeah. everyone always tries to change your mindset to theirs. For example, it doesn't matter whether God exists, whether ghosts are real, whether there's afterlife. That's just a good mm. conversation about powerful stuff. End of the day, it doesn't matter whether there is or there isn't, whether you think you're right or you're wrong, and here's the proof that there is or there isn't. Because what one's belief is, what makes them feel connected to the universe, it gives them purpose. It's not it's not about right or wrong. It's whatever makes you feel good, which gives you this feeling of self-worth. And so much attention is focused on people are wrong rather than just, I appreciate your perspective. And that's the end of it. Not, yeah. but here's mine. Just... I value your perspective. It's not about if the ghosts are real or not. It's I appreciate that that is what gives you meaning. And that's the end of it. We're all on our own individual path. There's no one one law. Um, you yeah, are all energy, but there's no one law of this is the same for you. Everyone is different. Um, but yeah, this seed in us, I do believe that it's there and it can be reunited at any point. As you said, you are sleeping. We are born free, correct? And then we go into a system which we are basically sleeping and then we leave the system and we awake. And the longer you've been sleeping, the more experience you've been building. I do agree with that. Correct. That's a nice way to put it because I was in hell my whole life. Hence why you can say I'm really wise because even though I'm 27, which is really young, yeah. I've been in hell since five because I'd always been questioning stuff since five. Whereas most people just don't question anything. I was like, why daddy this? Why daddy that? Why, 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 why? And my dad yeah. always gave the answers. So like a worm cheeping for, a, for his mother chick to bring a worm, the mother chick kept bringing the worm back. My dad kept answering all my billions of questions since I was five. Most people don't really ask questions because their parents says, oh, I don't know, shut up. And then they don't ask again. So so when you put it like that, I'm 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 young. But because of the length of the time that I was dormant, that's why I like what you said, the wiser you become because the more experience you have and the more work and you've got to do. Um, mm. As you said, why am I like this? Why was I in this situation? Why are those kids like that? Why was my dad the greatest dad but everyone else didn't have a dad? But they're the cool kids. And you have to question every single thing. And you can only yeah. really question stuff that you don't have answers for. And if you don't have answers for it, that's because you're not in harmony. And if you're not in harmony, then your mindset is elsewhere. So that's mm -hmm. a nice way to put it. The longer you are dormant, the more mature, <laughs> the more yeah, you are the, maturing. The more experienced. And for me, you know, it was 41. I, felt, I honestly feel like it was 41 years. And or actually 40 because it was right before my 41st birthday. So 40 years. Um, you know, I had, I had a... For, 
at this point in my life right now, I, I realize that it's an ongoing process from birth, right? But in reality, it it was tightened, it was elevated here on the, I would say maybe July nineteenth last year, right? So I, I'm I've only told this story to a few people, and and it's a simple story. I mean, I could go more into detail, but I'm just gonna just make it as simple as possible. Um, so you know, I was making breakfast for my children. I don't remember. I think it might have been a Saturday or something. I don't know. I don't remember the exact day, but. Um, and I was making breakfast. I was washing some fruit. My 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 sink, my kitchen sink, leads towards the front of my house. And then I have a big window. And then I live in front of a park, so I'm always looking at the window, right? But um, so I I reached over to open up the blinds like this while I was washing some fruit. And as I reached in, I had to lean in right into the window. And as I leaned in right into the window, and I pulled the blinds up instantly, a hummingbird came directly straight towards me from above my house right it came in towards me like this and it stopped on a dime right at the window it stopped on a dime while i was leaning and i froze you know because it, it it's like that thing when you're driving and maybe there's a pigeon and you go whoa <laughs> but i didn't do that i just froze because i, I don't know why but i froze in that position the hummingbird stop on the other side of the window but i felt like it's energy just whew, like came right through me or it went in me or something and i'm stuck for like 10 seconds not not stuck but just the hummingbird is just hovering perfectly still all i could see is its wings moving like this in slow motion for like 10 seconds right and what i had been thinking about as i opened the window is what is the meaning of life is what I was thinking about. What is the meaning of life? It's what I asked myself as I was opening that window and I leaned in and the hummingbird came in and, you know, right here for like 10 seconds. And then when I, when it stopped, when it flew away, like I was in awe. And so I made a note instantly. I, I started making a note on my uh, note tab for, on my phone. And it's the, it wasn't the first time I started writing, uh, making notes, but it's it's one of the the most memorable memorable things. It's the most it's probably the most memorable ten seconds that I've had in the last year, <laughs> if it makes sense. It's like it replays itself in my mind almost every day, and and I see more detail in it every single day. Every time I think about it, every time I see it, every time it. I, I just felt like I had a vision, right? And and it's a vision of goodness, it's a vision of love, a vision of light that that has given me a message and my 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 purpose in life is to bring this message just as you, you know, as you you're doing. So Yes, yeah, so there's 8 billion human beings on the planet. The yin and the yang represents two different energies, say negative and positive, which means 4 billion people are negative and 4 billion are positive. Now, out of the 4 billion people who are positive, you'd say 10% awoke, 90% are awakening. 
and the more to the central point they are, the longer it will take to awaken. Those are the people that essentially can be helped where they free themselves on their own accord. But the other four billion who are negative, unfortunately, will never be able to free themselves. And all you can really do for them is a good, nice thing to make them feel good, which makes you feel good. It's almost like you can revitalize a dead body that's been dead for two minutes. But if it's been dead for 10 minutes, the reality is you probably can't. Um, so I've realized yeah. that focus on all the things that you can change, like control what you can control and don't try and control what you can't. And once you take away the once you take away the I want this and you focus on like the reality of me doing something or one yeah. doing something, you have a clearer vision of what needs to be done. Because what we want is different to what we need. What we want is based on our thoughts. What we need comes down to just feeling what feels right. Correct. No, I, I completely understand. What, the way that I see it is uh, I, have, uh, I have a dog, right? He is an Australian shepherd. And so... I don't read the Bible, but uh, I've heard a lot of stories and I know a lot of references. So say, for example, when they talk about shepherds, you know, how certain people that lived in those times when the Bible was written, there were shepherds, they, they, they uh, herded sheep, right? For me, that's an analogy for a spiritually awakened person, right? helping others along so my dog what he does you know he's obviously more aware than than a herd of sheep right uh, so say for example if he's a uh, part of a pack of australian shepherds that live on, on you know some farm and, and, and they have to protect sheep when they walk they're always protecting them they're always keeping them within a certain you know uh, path so that they don't run off and fall in a ditch or get eaten by a wolf you know what i'm saying so i just feel that they're just as there are australian shepherds <laughs> herding sheep keeping them safe there are people of higher consciousness okay who understand that they cannot completely you know like you said you know just a few minutes ago awaken others and so now their purpose their calling in life is to try to guide them on the right path by keeping them safe, keeping them protected. Till, until, you know, their spirit becomes mature enough to, in one lifetime, be able to awaken and realize, and now they become the shepherd, right? And they, hide, and they guide others along. So reincarnation, you know, everything that I just touched on, I feel like it's an ongoing path of the full circle of life. The full circle of life in reality is the full circle of the evolved involvement, yeah, the evolving of your spirit, your soul, your energy. And in this life, this is the point, the level we're at. Just uh, we'll see what the end, uh, you know, result is for you and I both. <laughs> 
See, I have a um, I have a thing. It's called black sheep versus white sheep versus shepherd, right? Mm-hmm. The white sheep are all the followers. The ninety nine percent you go to university, they work for a boss. The black sheep is one that's different. He doesn't fit in. He's the one who looks different, wears different clothes, wears different shoes, right? Yeah. And they he's 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 singled out, and he goes off and he finds sheep uh, that are black, his own. And and these are the people who end up creating businesses and the ones you like are creative and become singers and dancers and actors. But the shepherd yeah. is the one that leads within the pack. So often right. the black sheep becomes a shepherd and goes back and leads the sheep because he sees that they're all lost and that he was the only woke one, even though he was the one who seemed to be at that time different. So he goes back and he leads. So the black sheep is when you just all this. Well, the black sheep is the one that's different amongst the white sheep. The ninety nine versus one. But the shepherd is the one that's withdrawn of, as you said, to lead. Um, and it's three different things. And if you go back to school, there's always that scenario. There's the shepherd of the pack. There's the black one who's not fitting in. And there's the white people ones just following. And those black sheep are the ones in life who end up creating and becoming the ones that are successful, rich, having the life that the white sheep don't have because they just follow the normal stuff. And the black sheep always create. But it's interesting how the shepherd, the black sheep becomes the shepherd. Like they become the leader of, say, their own business, but they also recognize everyone else at school. So the more work you are, you learn to forgive. So you don't hate the white sheep for not letting them part of the pack. You go back and you sort of try and lead as many people towards the light that he fortunately had the ability to to learn. And that would just maybe think about my black sheep versus shepherd versus white sheep scenario. <laughs> so now that we're on, now that we're uh, talking about animals, what out of all animals, what do you what animal do you see yourself as? <laughs> um, I see myself as all animals. I look at a squirrel, look at a fox, look at a cow, look at a fly, look at a bird. I see it's just me. Like I've got a bird's nest in my house and all these birds are flying in, flying out. The dad's waiting for standby. The mum goes in. She goes out. He goes in. It's just like me going to the shop, getting food, coming back and cooking it. I just see myself as that. He's looking around, making sure no one can see him. I just see myself as that. That's a really good answer. Huh? That's a really good answer. And in your answer, you made me think about... uh, about birds birds are very uh, important because they represent freedom right for me i feel that a bird's experience a bird's spirit its purpose of life it's to know what freedom is okay but we we trap them so not all birds <laughs> get the same opportunity but it's just it's just a point, you know, that you you mentioned birds and it made me think about that. And I wanted to make sure that I that I said it. <laughs> what, what I would say if I was to what comes to mind if I was to say what animal am I specifically? Mm-hmm. Well, for example, you've got wild lions that are just they'll attack if they're threatened, but they'll love their cubs. And then you've got like the um the then you've got the lions that are owned by people, right? For example, in Texas or whatever, right? Yeah. And so they, they are used to humans. They used to love, they used to nurture, and they don't have that animal instinct to just attack and kill as much, right? But it's still in them. I would say I'm not the wild lion where I'm half looking after the cubs and then half attacking the other lions that are a threat. I would say I'm more of the nurture tiger. 
I can dominate, I can be authoritative, I can lead, I can take down, I can destroy, control, whatever. That's the massive energy, attract and repel. The bigger the energy, the more you attract, the more you repel. That's why it's important for someone of big energy and wisdom to do good with it, because they can also do just as bad with it. But I'm saying that the my, the, my energy is so strong that rather than the 50% nurturing cubs in the wild 50% attacking off the other animals trying to take the cubs I'm more the 70-30 where the cub has been indoors being fed milk by the owner where he's more loving than a a wild lion loving its cubs but still has that instinctive if you're going to try and take me down you're going to regret it but you don't see that half side because it's not around animals trying to take him down but he also has that instinctive if you're going to attack me best not to but rather than like just the punch in the face it's the jackie chan confidence guys <laughs> just fuck off like just i can't even be bothered and he's fucking one <laughs> strike in the throat and they're down you know what i'm trying to say that that yeah. instinctive i've still got it even you don't see me as that it's almost like correct you know what i mean it's funny yeah that's funny because in in your description of yourself you just reminded me of a, a few uh occurrences recently where you know, it's not so much with physical uh, energy, but with energy of words in it, where I had to, you know, people come at you indirectly sometimes, and you got to let it be known that, hey, not here, right? Because guess what? If somebody comes at you and you don't put up a fight, then you're an easy target, right? So I see myself as a lion as well. Oh, I, I, I mean, if there's one animal... It's, it's lying. I can relate and I can see the beauty and, and I feel like I've experienced, you know, what other animals experience in, in their spirit, in their, in their life. Um, but I would say the lion, not the fierce, ferocious lion that's always been the king of the <laughs> jungle, right? But the lion... That I had the lion that rises out of the bush, out of obscurity, and becomes the lion that rules the jungle, <laughs> in a way, you know. So, the, just because you know, say for example, you, you your name is King, right? What's no, your name again? No, my name is Oliver. <laughs> King Oliver, right? Yes, King Oliver. But what I'm saying is, King, you you put your you put King in your title for a reason. You see yourself as a king. If not, you wouldn't put it in, I'm your, right. in the title. Yeah, correct. I'm right. And, and there is nothing wrong. There is absolutely nothing wrong with you seeing yourself as a king. Okay, but other people, they're like, oh, what makes this guy a king? You know, what you know? Where's his throne? Where's his crown? Where's his kingdom? You know, like he's not a king. He just calls himself a king. No, you put it on. You put it in your name because you feel you're a, you're a freaking king, and, and you admit it. You know, the same thing here. I, 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 you know, I'm a king, and I and my son's a king, and for me, my father is my king, right? My father, my human blood father, the best man that you could possibly think of, the best father that you could possibly think of in your life. The best, the best example, okay, the best support, the best love, the best understanding that you could have possibly 
like thought of for yourself in your life coming from a father, that is my father. And so to me, you know, I'm a, I'm a king for myself, yes. But for me, he is my king, <laughs> if you understand. And if you live life feeling that way, or if you're a father that gives that, that vision to his own son, right? And then now his son lives with that vision. And then th that son has on the vision to their son. And it's a reoccurring thing through lineage, through blood, through the way of life, right? And if more people start doing that, more fathers, you know, start being the best they could possibly be, the best man, the best support, the best father, the best intentions, the best words, the best everything for their children. Then we start teaching them the same thing. And guess what? They start teaching their kids the same thing. So I see myself as a king just as you see yourself as a king. But more than that, I feel that king is a mentality. King is a... Uh, a certain level in spirituality okay it's a consciousness it's an energy of the spirit okay you don't need a kingdom you need a throne you don't need a billion dollars to be a king okay you just need to be a good you, you need to have good king tendencies good king qualities queen king-like qualities so you're fair you're 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 peaceful you spread love you teach good you uplift right you do all the things that a king would do without bad intentions for the purpose of those around you that's what a king does and a, lead, a king leads by example so yeah a king yeah yes yeah. there was a thing on facebook that came up is like this chinese translated Japanese whatever and it was about um a board of directors and there was a newbie who was an employee um and he was in there and his boss was telling everybody what to do and then the employee says look I quit and then he gave him a lecture about a leader does this and a boss does this and a leader lead an example and a boss treats his janitor like a CEO and a leader boss and he kept comparing the two and he's and the, and the and the the one of the CEOs are like and who is this kid? And he says, I am the founder of this company, and I want to see you in my office, right? So it goes down to like the leader versus a boss. If you say king, you'd either think, okay, back in the day, the king controls everything, dictating, or you'll see the king, like for example, my country, UK, Queen of England. When the queen dies, it's going to be given to Prince Charles. He's going to be the king of England. The king is going to be dictating everyone to do stuff. The king is going to be leading an example. He's going to be serving. He's going to be treating people. He's going to be visiting people who are poor, people in hospital. He's going to be setting up trusts. That is what a king does. It leads. A natural yeah. leader is somebody who doesn't have to say anything. People just follow. They see somebody's wise and they trust that person's instinctability and they follow. You don't have to say I'm the best, I'm um, follow me instead. Just lead and people will follow. And it's interesting because I made that Yes King Oliver handle on all my social medias a long time ago, like mm. a long time ago. I can't even remember, like six years ago. And yeah. the aim was, you know, when I'm preaching on stage 
um it'd be like you know what's my follow my socials yes king oliver will you do that for me yes king oliver what's my social media yes king oliver <laughs> and i appreciate people charting my name but with the social media and so i haven't actually thought about it specifically king oliver it was just yes king oliver as a joke but when you say mm-hmm. it king oliver it is right i'm a king my knowledge my kingdom is within my kingdom Correct. is out king oliver and when you think about you know a king is a leader somebody i haven't thought about it in the way that you just described it because it was just something i made up on the spot years ago and it was just like what's my instagram yes king oliver you know have you had a good day yes king oliver <laughs> yeah no i mean you put it on there everything everything is is for a reason sometimes we do it subconsciously and sometimes we do it consciously but for the most part it's there for a reason so it's for like for example somebody that is maybe 18 19 years old and they get a tattoo that says you know hope or or faith you know or believe on their back or somewhere it's it's i don't know if, if you've ever seen this movie about this guy that um had like amnesia and every day he would wake up and he'd forget what happened the day before so he would tattoo himself so he could read the message <laughs> anyway i think I've, but, I've vaguely something comes to mind yeah. yeah yeah so so you know maybe you get a tattoo 20 years ago with a message for yourself in the present now <laughs> do you understand and and it's just a it's, it's like a subconscious reminder to yourself for the future when you'll need that encouragement to believe to believe in what you see and what you hear and what you feel you know so uh i'm not saying that i have a tattoo that says believe on my back or that says hope but maybe for other people out there it's something oh yeah so so she's like i've always had a big vision but it now to get there so seven years ago when i wanted my vision you speak as if it is real so you're on stage saying yes king oliver no followers but you you speak as if you're on stage yes king oliver and you keep moving towards that paradigm until you're in it and you're on stage saying what's my instagram yes king oliver so you're essentially throwing a massive fishing rod out into the universe hooking it and you just for seven years keep reeling it in eventually you'll get there so you've got the plate ready and the stove ready and the knife and fork with the salt and pepper and the sauce and the napkin ready for when you catch that fish you don't know when you're going to catch it, but you're prepared. Um, yeah. And that's basically how I've always lived my life, knowing where I'm going to be, um, speaking, you need to be. Yeah. speaking, making money, fishing out that money again, getting it back, serving it out, serving it back, serving it out. <clears throat> it's just this cycle of renewing the fish, catch it, put it back, catch it, put it back, making billions, give it back out, make more, give it back out, preach, teach, give it back out, preach, teach, give it back out, and then I'll be dead, and that'll be the end of it. But you'll, but they'll be like, you know what, remember this guy, King Oliver, he was a good king, because look at all the things he did, you know, he, yes, he, he strived for more, but it was more so that he could give more, you know, so you're striving to make more money, not because you want to be able to hoard all the money for yourself and 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 just keep it for yourself and be able to have uh, the best life for yourself but you 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 want to get money so that you can provide your for yourself you can sustain your message but at the same time you know start uh, helping other people other that other people that need the love 
or other people that spread the love as well. You understand? Yeah, there's no better feeling than <clears throat> waking up, walking, going on a walk, and then seeing a homeless guy, taking him to the barbers to get his hair cut, giving him a shower, giving him a meal, giving him a thousand quid, putting him up in a hotel for a month. Like, how you can't get a better feeling than that. And if you're a billionaire and that only costs a hundred pounds, fucking hell. Like, that is just, that's, 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 I'd rather do that than go out for Chinese because that feeling will always be as good as the one before no it will always be yeah. as good or better you have a chinese you get used to the flavors and it's just like oh take it for granted it's like you know you know what i mean that's what that that a, a man's hunt for sex is it's the drive of the chase and then you get that high and then you keep renewing it whereas if you end up marrying that person the energy goes yeah. down whereas serving another homeless <laughs> person for example who has nothing it's a new experience it's a new person it's a new yeah. chase of a girl new experience new tasting pussy but if you end up marrying them and then you know just serving one homeless guy and putting him in a hotel take it for granted and his appreciation isn't going to be the same so that constant renewing of mm. going putting out getting back putting out getting back it's really nothing nothing better nothing at all it's a good deed it's a good feeling it's love it's 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 creating a connection of love of of unity of acceptance of help and good connections does don't matter really it doesn't really matter what the payback or the return is on the other side as long as you have a good connection with someone you know as long as your connection is good you, your good light your bright light your bright energy you're strong and you create a connection with another point another person right now guess what your your connection is spreading you you become you're you're widening you're you're spreading the value of your light in, in a way you know because it's about being able to not just come up on your own to realize success or on your own it's about being able to show it and spread it to all the people around you it's not just about wanting you oh I, i'm going to be a billionaire i'm going to go to heaven you know it's about you know what why don't we all live the less the best lives possible here's the money we have together let's help each other out let's provide for each other let's all head in those best direction we could possibly go so that when our judgment day comes we've helped each other and when it's like what did you do for others you can say well i mean we're all here together <laughs> you know what I'm saying? so we all helped each other instead of like yeah you made it to this point but look at everybody you left behind right somebody's gonna have to answer that question and i don't want it to be me <laughs> yeah so growing up you know before before i was awakened i just wanted millions and millions of pounds to get my cars and my yachts and my asses around the world to say fuck you to everyone at school and then i was awakened and i didn't care anymore and now all yeah. i can think about is getting on that stage making so much money to then go for example into london put out a tweet on instagram or whatever saying meet me at the um waterloo and then we all go to the shops we get loads of food and we go and hand it out to homeless people. Or we get a thousand litter pickers and go around picking up litter. Or we get a thousand trees and plant them. Or we get a thousand chocolate bars 
and give random people chocolate bars in the street or I, I get, a say, £10,000, put it into £10 notes and I get everyone to go and give it to random people. Like, I literally... I, that's all I think about. It's, right. I've already made it and, and, and then I'm going to do that, but I just have to get there. But I'm, I'm not even, like, focusing on the speech on stage making the money. I'm just, like, going through the motion to then go to the cash point, take out the cash, put out the tweet... Like when Kevin Hart does a run event, he says, I'm going to be in Boston here. Everyone comes along and runs with Kevin. <clears throat> well, I literally can't wait to do creative things like every, like a thousand people get mini barbecues and they all cook barbecues and we give out the burgers. Like simple creative stuff that no one really does. Like people, you know, they do like run events and singing events. But I'm a truly creative person. I literally, I can't wait just to... Like, just meet me on the beach. We're going to pick up litter. Like, yeah. meet me here, and we're going to do this. I'm, I'll just be, like, create it in the moment. Like, one tweet, and everyone floods, and then we do it. Whatever it is, <clears throat> you know. I think so you can't wait. Here's one thing. Uh, I own uh, one of the businesses that I have is a, a media company. When I'm, I'm not saying we're, like, top-notch, you know, $50,000 cameras. But we have good equipment and and we have a good message, you know. So uh, one of the things that we do is we promote the word inclusion, hashtag inclusion. We're not the only ones that do it, okay, but we support the message, you know. Because for us, inclusion means, you know, I have a child with Down syndrome and uh, we we love her dearly, you know, just as any parent would and uh, or most. Um, and we had a situation where maybe she wasn't so much included or, you know, she was, um, I guess, removed from a class physically, uh, but for, because she had Down syndrome, the teacher didn't want to teach her, right? So my wife took it personally, you know, this and that. But for me, it, it was a spark. It was like a little spark in my head, you know, and, and it, it brought me to this point where like, we, we have a, we promote inclusion. We have a nonprofit, which is named after my children, Evan, Bella, Adam. And uh, what we do is, is we, we try, we're, we just started on February 4th, first of all, okay? Um, but what we try to do is, is give light to the good things. And, and because of the time right now with the coronavirus, we've been very limited in being able to meet with people and get out there and, and, and really do the, the kind of work that we want to do. Um, but once this is over, you know, we'll take it a, a notch higher. Uh, so I promote inclusion. Um, maybe you should promote something that's good for yourself. And I make T-shirts. I, I don't sell them so much as as much as I give them out, you know, to the pe people that I feel really promote the message, to, to people that support the message. Um, but maybe you can promote love. Hashtag love, or you can jump in on inclusion. It doesn't belong to me. It, it does. It belong, the word belongs to God, right? <laughs> so you should jump in on inclusion. Find a way to make T-shirts. You hashtag we support each other. Now there's a connection between you and I, right? And then we help each other on the path that you are on. You help me on my path, and that's how we all share the light and spread the light together. I'm open to anything and attached to nothing. Um, and I also know that things come into your life and then they go, things come in, they stay. 
and things don't come at all. And um, you only know you. <laughs> when you move forward whether something was to stay yeah. or to go. I was listening to something, I don't know where it came from, but um, when you a, re- a relationship is simply you learn something about yourself rather than like they say, oh, it's forever or you want something forever. You want this person forever. And then it said, what if it's not about having the person forever, but having the message that they gave you forever? So you could be with somebody you love them. Oh, I want to be with them forever. And then you leave them. So, yeah, they're not forever. But the message they gave to you or something you learned about yourself from them, that's forever. So you take away the spiritual energy of someone forever that you thought was going to be there forever, confusing it with the physical of being there forever. Because, as you know, the energy keeps going. The physical always dies. So how can you think that somebody or some plant or, or parent is going to be forever? Because it isn't. But their isn't. energy lives forever. And so that is probably the deeper meaning of somebody when you say, oh, I hope we're together forever because you love them so much. They make you feel so good. They've got such a deeper connection to you that yeah. they really give you life. And that life is raising vibrations. So that was something I something I saw on social media. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just, I think I just talked to my wife or, yeah, I talked to my wife about that. And I made a video maybe uh, a few weeks ago. I, I post a lot of videos to YouTube. I haven't done any in like, three or four days, but, uh, and on Instagram, uh, if you don't mind me saying we are the solution, W E R T A. Only you'll plug it at the end. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, okay. There you go. So anyway, um, I, I upload videos, um, and I made one specifically about, um, I think the title was I'm going to live forever, you know? And, and then I, I got the video was me talking about the reason why I will live forever and you will too. It's because we are not the body, we are the energy, we are the spirit, we are the soul, we are light, and information never ceases to exist. So just because we are experiencing this moment now, it doesn't mean that the moment that we experienced 20 years ago is not there anymore. It's just that we're not, we're not experiencing, we're not, you know, uh, we're not in it right now. <laughs> But it's possible that your, your energy can go back and re-experience that moment again. It's just a little more complicated. <laughs> yeah, what's interesting is, you know, you say, you know, listen to the Bible. Jesus had wise men and the wise men said to Jesus and Jesus said to the wise men, well, why are these people wise? Well, Jesus probably taught them like that. Jesus is wise, wise men for a reason. It's almost like having your trusted circle of advisors. These people are wise men because Jesus was a wise man and Jesus taught them his knowledge. Hence why they were called wise men. And 2000 years later, we are speaking about the same stuff that Jesus would have been speaking to his wise men. You're a wise man. I'm a wise man, whatever. And um, and Jesus would have been speaking to his disciples, a.k.a. wise men. Just like we are now, sharing knowledge, speaking about, you know, the universe, afterlife, whatever, when you die, that's it. But there was no computers, there was no house, there was no bed. There was just probably a cave, a tree, and a fucking wild pig next to him. You know what I mean? Next to a pyramid. Um, It's just interesting, as you said. Our knowledge stays forever. Body dies. Um, Body lasts for 80 years, but knowledge could stay for millions of years. It's powerful. Correct. So how many wise men are there? I, th- I think that the wise, the wiser the man, the less you know about him. <laughs> it's almost like the richer, the richer you are, no one knows you're there. Okay, 
you've got like the, the, the true billionaires, like you know the Rothschilds, really, whatever. You never, never see really them. get to see them. Huh? <laughs> you never get to see them, right? Where yeah, are they? At? They're so rich. They're pulling the strings behind closed doors. But why? But if you're so rich, why would you want to be behind closed doors? And if you can experience anything in life, why would you want to be indoors? Why wouldn't you want to be out in public and and seeing all the beauty that's out there, you know? Because these people are from the generation before. They're like, you know, 80, 90 years old. They're from the generation before, before everything that we know exists. So, you know, look, the future billionaires like Buffett, Jobs, Bill yeah. Gates me branson whatever we're the, the the present generation of billionaires where we give it back whereas the rothschilds and all those people they are the the path which is the power the control hence why they're not out promoting it all um yeah. like the coke the coke brothers for example the kosh brothers you know um they're controlling all the politics but they're old school so they're all about power and if they don't continue doing it they'll lose their power whereas the new school you know, it's about giving it back. So that is the reason why they're not out doing it because they are the old school. Yeah, I don't, I don't know too much about the Rothschilds and and any of those people. I never really read into them, um, but I've heard of them, and I mean, I have no uh, really no real input because I guess I never really done much research. But it's something that maybe I'll look into. But I know that they have a lot of money, for sure. <laughs> okay, right. Quickly plug anything you want to plug before we say goodbye. W- website, social medias, shopping store. Right. So, um, like I said, I we are the solution. That's W-E-R-T-H-E-S-O-L-U-I-T-I-O-N. Uh, solution yeah. is on Instagram. And really, I'm just Daniel, you know. Uh, for a lot, for 40 years, I kept my mouth shut. I didn't say anything that I wanted to say. A lot of thoughts, a lot of ideas were just kept here in my head. The good thing is that the information never got deleted. But now, uh, in my new found path uh, here as a spiritual being, <laughs> uh, I, I say what I say. I do what I do. I think what I think. And it's all with good intentions. So if you support the message of unity, of peace, of love, and inclusion, then feel free to follow me. I'm, I'm a friend. Um, no judgment. I'm here to help. That's pretty much it. Okay, I'm going to press stop, wait there, and we'll just say goodbye. If you've enjoyed this episode, I have many more for you to listen to, so go back and have a look at the old ones. Also, make sure that you have subscribed and notifications are turned on so you know when I've released a new one. Follow me on Instagram. Yes, King Oliver. Have a great day.